0: Shootings are on the rise in the U.S. Research from the gun violence archives showing 237 mass shootings this year. And this comes as President Biden calls for action on gun control. Tonight, the search is on for those who pulled the trigger. Our BNC correspondent Stephanie Bertini is live where the shooting happened in Miami-Dade County.
1: Stephanie, what's the latest? this happened at a billiards, a venue that can be rented out for private events, and we're hearing a concert party was underway when an SUV came by and the gunfire began. The many bullet casings on the ground give us an idea of how intense this mass shooting was. So too does the fact that police told me there were too many victims for just one hospital. A total of 20 people were injured right now. Three of them are in critical condition. 17 others are in Stable condition and two people were killed, according to Miami Dade police. Throughout the course of the day, we saw raw emotions firsthand. The mother of one victim showed up here to pick up the vehicle her son was driving last night. She said he was caught in the crossfire, as was her nephew. My only son, my only child. He's not a statistic, he's a graduate from college last year, so he's educated. And he was going out with his educated cousin to just celebrate the weekend. And they had not made it into the club as of yet. They said that some guys came from three guys that they noticed with hoodies, and they just started shooting up the. My son was just here trying to have a a good time.
0: Y'all raised the damn mass thing, so he wanted to get out. This is a despicable act of gun violence, a cowardly act this is targeted this is definitely not random Um, my -hmm. condolences to the families
1: last piece of sound, the Miami-Dade police director, he says this was targeted. Police now working to find out who those bullets were meant for. You're watching cell phone video right now. It was given to BNC from the owner of a neighboring business who said he wasn't surprised by the gunfire because, as the police director also mentioned today, this area sees its fair share of gun violence. But what's different is the magnitude. Whoever those intended targets were, the fact is 22 victims were hit. Police are looking for three shooters back out here live. This is a strip mall, a section of Miami-Dade County that is highly residential. This is about 20 miles away from downtown Miami, from Miami Beach, where tourists come on a long weekend like this one. Though police right now are focusing on locals as they work to find the three people they think were responsible for all this. Laverne?
0: So devastating, just no words, but Stephanie, have the victims been identified yet?
1: We're learning about the victims from family members who have been showing up here at the scene. Police have not identified the names uh, or the identities of any of these victims, Laverne.
0: And Stephanie, what about a motive or anything like that? Is there anything you can tell us? Uh, You mentioned police are looking for the three shooters in a white SUV. Do you have any more details on what might have motivated this shooting?
1: So they believe the vehicle was a Nissan and police say that they believe that there was an intended target. Now we do know these were not handguns that were being used primarily. Police are telling us assault type weapons, so rifles, were used in this shooting and of course what that means is those are very powerful guns. It means more people can be hit in a shooting than just intended targets and that's exactly what we saw today here in Miami-Dade County in this residence neighborhood in a strip mall we saw 22 people hit by bullets today Laverne
0: unbelievable thank you so much our Stephanie Bertini reporting for us live from the Miami-Dade County area well protecting yourself from a crazed shooter is hopefully something you'll never have to deal with but it's now a reality that we have to prepare ourselves for anything at any moment Here now to give us expert advice is Michael Booker. He's a U.S. Army veteran, former SWAT team member, and sniper. He was actually shot in the line of duty. Now he's a consultant helping employers and others prepare for an emergency situation. Michael, welcome to BNC. And before we begin, thank you for your service to this country on this Memorial Day weekend and every day,
2: of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: We're glad to have you, although, of course, uh, it's under difficult circumstances that we need your expertise. The shooting in Miami is once again putting a spotlight on uh, gun violence. Uh, Mass shootings, unfortunately, becoming such a common occurrence, occurrence in the U.S., today's shooting being the second mass shooting in a week. So with your expertise in SWAT and special assignments, including Homeland Security, what do you think is driving these mass shootings?
2: Uh, well, I, I think that uh, everyone is is uh, frustrated uh, a lot with uh, the lockdowns that have happened. And um, uh, of course, before COVID, uh, we, we were having a rise in, in active shooters. Um, I believe that that people are, are. This is their way of trying to get
1: attention, trying to get, uh, you know, their their point across
2: uh, using violence, unfortunately.
0: It's disturbing, and police say the shooters were armed with assault rifles and handguns. How can the average person properly prepare and respond to an active shooter attack when they're so heavily armed?
2: Well, there are there are several things you can do. Um, uh, when I do train businesses and schools in how to respond to an active shooter, uh, I have three main uh, subjects that I talk about that can be uh, used and will greatly increase your odds of surviving an active shooter. Um, your first one is know your surroundings. You need to, whether you're in a restaurant, a school a business, um, you should be paying attention to where your nearest exit is and always have a backup exit. Uh, so that if, if for whatever reason, whether the shooter's nearest or comes to that nearest exit or is, um, it's blocked, whatever the case may be, Uh, you have another exit to go to, but knowing where your exits are so that you can um, attempt to escape uh, uh, quickly is is paramount for for something like this. Uh, Second, uh, don't hesitate. A lot of people want to hesitate when something happens. They're not sure if they heard a gunshot. They're not sure uh, where to go because they don't know where their exits are. Uh, there's a short window of opportunity where you can either escape or gain distance away from your sh- shooter that's a to attack and uh, you use that window of opportunity to gain distance from your shooter get out of his view um, and and either find yourself a way to escape if you can't escape barricade and prepare yourself prepare to protect yourself um, and then third uh, commit to your actions it's one of those deals that um, whether you decide to escape whether you barricade uh, once you've decided what you're doing again that window of opportunity close quick closes quickly so you need to um, make your decision commit to that decision and uh, do the do the best you can to uh, uh, survive this now the days of um, hiding in place you uh, hiding under a desk, a table, something like that, uh, those days are gone. Uh, that doesn't give you an opportunity to, to protect yourself. It doesn't give you uh, a way of escaping. So we are steering away from that type of training nowadays. Uh, we train that, uh, you escape if you can, if you have to barricade, then you're going to find yourself anything you can as a weapon to defend yourself. And then you're going to set up in, in that place that you barricaded. Uh, to defend yourself uh, and use if there's more than one person, you would uh, ambush this, this uh, attacker um, using teamwork.
0: Oh my goodness, the fact that you have to think about that while you're out just trying to have fun is just awful. Um, but What about people who live in open carry and non-carry states? What do you recommend as the best non-lethal weapon for protection?
2: You can use anything. Um, we we wind up showing it's just, as an example an office. You find yourself with um, uh, a fire extinguisher, uh, anything such as a, a simple stapler, a nice you know uh, an office stapler that's metal, um, something that you can strike the person with. Uh, we show uh, our, our clients where to hit uh, the soft points on the body. Uh, places where you can and uh, uh, basically disarm the person or or blind them so that they can't see what's going on. Uh, like I said, we work as a team. If you're by yourself, then we we teach uh, some disarming techniques. But it's something that you have to train with. Um, in this day and age, this is not going away. So teaching yourself or teaching your 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 uh, uh, staff how to deal with an active shooter will increase the odds greatly of, of uh, more survival um, more people not getting hurt um, uh, it, it would improve greatly their 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 uh, their success rate on that
0: well, what about if you actually come in contact with an active shooter how do you handle that uh, obviously you don't want to approach them or, or should you
2: uh, it is a, a a common um, thought that you don't want to actually attack the shooter because if they have a gun and you don't, you're not going to be able to close the distance fast enough to do something to them. So, this is why we teach that you gain distance from them. You try to put yourself, uh, put objects between you and the shooter so that he doesn't see you, or that if he shoots, the, the bullet's going to have to go through several objects to get to you, which uh, greatly uh, reduces its accuracy of the bullet hitting you. Um, so th- this is where we don't
1: want you to rush a shooter. Um, it has been tried several times and
2: failed. Uh, it has been tried a couple times and, and succeeded, but the odds are against you. So create that distance. Um, if you can't get out, again we talk about setting up to where you can ambush him on a on a blind turn, a blind corner, uh, so that you have you you have uh, basically reduce that distance without being shot, and uh, and then do what you have to do uh, to disarm the assailant or stop him.
0: Well, Michael, we are out of time, but thank you so much for all these helpful tips. Hopefully people will not have to use them, but we appreciate it. And once again, thank you so much for your service to this country.
2: Take care. Thank you again. Have a good day.
0: Still ahead on BNC Prime Live Weekend Edition, trouble on the African continent in the fight against COVID-19. Why countries in Africa are fighting to get vaccines in arms before they expire. Plus... And I'm Dre Clark, live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where tomorrow will mark 100 years since the 1921 Greenwood Massacre. Coming up, we'll talk about those who died and those who survived the fury of a white mob and 16 hours of terror. More coming up after the break.